Hello everyone to PlayStation Universe's fighting game podcast this week. I am the Japan editor of PlayStation Universe, Dane Smith, and I am talking with the CEO of Ralston Arcade, Mike Daniels, and he runs the biggest live streaming of fighting games and tournament coverage in the Canadian Maritimes. Mike, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing uh, very well. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, it's great. It's great to have you here and to help expand the fighting game genre and competition in the area. Uh, first off, what got you into fighting games? Sure, absolutely. So uh, I've pretty much played video games uh, growing up since I was like eight or nine years old. Uh, played a lot of real sports, so to speak, growing up as well. So I always had that competitive fire. So I've always been attracted to competitive gaming. So I can remember, you know, playing Street Fighter 2 on Super NES and Killer Instinct and all those kind of games. And then really got into Soul Calibur 2 on uh, the GameCube and the Xbox. And then the new generation of fighting games when Street Fighter 4 came out and an anime title called uh, Blaze Blue really got me back into fighting games. And that's kind of when fighting games started to have the renaissance again and streaming got big so you could watch all your pros and then you know we uh i said to myself you know what that's something i'd like to do that's something i'd like to get into so we started getting into streaming and reaching out to the various local communities and trying to build uh the communities as large as possible and have as much fun as possible Excellent. So have you been to a major event like uh, in the States, like with, uh, why do I forget the name of it? You know which Evo. one? Evo. Evo, that's it, Evo. Have you been to uh, Evo before? No, unfortunately I haven't been to Evo. It's definitely on my bucket list, but I did go and help stream uh, Toryuken 2, which was uh, an Evo qualifier in Toronto, Ontario uh, in May 2013. So I definitely have been to the bigger events, so helped stream that. So I was the third stream that helped stream uh, Mortal Kombat and Injustice, and then I actually helped... Uh, on Sunday during finals, I was actually the man behind the stream that uh, streamed Street Fighter and Marvel during uh, Toryuken 2. And you'll also see me at a big upcoming event in Vancouver, British Columbia called uh, Canada Cup 2013. I'll also be helping out with that event as well. So while I haven't got to go to Evo yet, I have uh, got my toes into the bigger events, that's for sure. Excellent. So uh, Ralston Arcade is based out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. How long have you been doing the uh, live stream events? Sure. So we started probably, I think I want to say November 2011. It was uh, pretty amateur and uh, pretty bad back then, I will say. I'm glad we don't have the archives from uh, that time period. But we started, I would say, getting serious uh, around spring 2012. We started streaming... Um, the, the major events here in the Maritimes around that time, still pretty low tech, but that's when we started to get serious and start getting serious about production value and cameras and HD uh, footage and things like that. So it's been an over, I would say, a year and a half of being truly serious about it. So what made you uh, decide to change from being amateur, as you put it, to be more professional and serious? Uh, well, uh, expenses, obviously. Uh, the gear required to stream and stream well is uh, qu quite expensive, so we built up our gear over time slowly, and uh, as we got used to streaming and get used to the technology, we just slowly built up our, our experience, our expertise, and then... When we thought we were ready to stream major events, we started reaching out to tournament organizers and say, hey, 
this is something we can do, help uh, get more coverage and more exposure for your events. You know, let's start working together on uh, streaming your your tournaments. So how many uh, major events are there in the Canadian Maritimes every year? Sure. So we have, right now we have what we call the Maritime Fighting Game Circuit, which is a total of five major events. And when I say major events, I mean two-day events, so a Saturday and a Sunday. Uh, two of them are hosted in Halifax. Two of them are hosted in St. John, New Brunswick, and one of them is hosted in Charlottetown, PEI. So that gives you five major events uh, during the year. And then there's a lot of one-day events in various communities that, while they are big tournaments, we wouldn't call them major events. Okay, so what is your definition of major for these big ones in Halifax compared to, say, a smaller one in Amherst, Nova Scotia? Sure, absolutely. So generally major events will draw 30 to 50 people in Street Fighter 4 and anywhere from 15 to 30 in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Those would be the two biggest titles. And once you crack those thresholds, they're generally major events. Um, some of the smaller events will draw some, some of those numbers for those games. But generally uh, one-day events will only run two or three titles, whereas major events will run anywhere from six to eight titles. Six to eight titles. So you said Street Fighter Four, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. What are the other titles that round that out? Sure. So uh, for the anime community, they generally have either Persona or Blaze Blue, depending on which game has a newer version. Uh, the Injustice game is very big right now, so that would be one. Um, we still run some old school games like third, uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike. Um, Dive Kick is brand new, so we've run Dive Kick uh, at events recently, and uh, we've run a couple other games that kind of phase in and out. We've run Cross Tech and Street Fighter Cross Tech, and sorry, I'm using all the uh, shorthand names for all the event, all the titles, but I'll try to name all the full titles just so everybody's in the know. But we've run a bunch of other games, but the mainstays generally are uh, Street Fighter Four, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Um, I think Injustice is around to stay, probably. And then, you know, based on regionality, we tend to choose two or three other ones. Anime's one of the anime games, and then two or three other ones based on popularity in the given region. So I'm from the Maritimes myself, born and raised. I know how big the area is. What are the big problems that you have trying to bring such a scattered group of cities together because like Halifax to St. John is like five hours away. Yep, that's definitely one of our biggest challenges. Uh, Everything in Canada geographically is a lot farther away. That's just the nature of the beast with Canada. Um, So the Maritimes has a relatively small population, roughly about 2 million people, but we're spread out over a large geography. So to get all the communities together, you do have to take into account that it does take four or five hours to drive to each community. So the way we try to get over those challenges is we... This maritime circuit I talked about earlier, we try to organize the events so that they're one or two months apart from each other so that people have time to save up money to pay for a car and gas and hotels and things like that so that they can make out as make it out to as many events as possible. As a streamer tournament organizer, we can't expect 100% of people to go to 100% of the events, but we strive to get, you know, 75% of the people to go to 75% of the events. And the way that we do that is we, you know, we 
collectively work together to make sure that events are spread out enough so that people can save money, you know, find cheap hotels for people to uh, stay at on the weekend. Because when you have a two-day event, you know, it's a it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event uh, ordeal, so people need to get time off work, um, organize car rides and carpools and hotels and things like that. So we try to help the community as much as we can in that by organizing events that are, far, you know, spread out. Um, we promote them as much as we can on Facebook and Twitter. And another big thing that I think a lot of people kind of overlook is that um, you have to be a welcoming community. You know, when new people post on the Facebook groups or events, you know, saying, I'm a new player, am I allowed to come? You have to be welcoming. You have to say, oh, all skill levels are welcome. We'll help you train. We'll help you get better. Um, you know, come out and have a good time. Because as much as the competition is the main part of the tournament, the social aspect is a very large portion of the event. And getting to know everyone and getting to be, you know, see your friends that you only get to see a couple of months of the year because they're spread out across the Maritimes. Yeah, especially when you talk about the hotel rooms. I know, like, Char- going to Charlottetown, you said there's one major event there. It's expensive just to go across the bridge once. But if you can't find yeah. a hotel room there, you got to go back across the bridge and back again. It just adds up more and more. Yeah, absolutely. So we try to emphasize the social aspect of things. So a lot of um, what we do with tournaments is we have what's called salty suites, and that's where you get together outside of the tournament, hang out in the hotel rooms, you know, enjoy some adult beverages, play casuals, play play games just for fun and get everybody to meet each other outside of the, you know, the tournament setting where everyone's concentrating hard on trying to win and, you know, things like that. So we try to have what we call salty switches, which is more like a casual atmosphere for hanging out, getting to know each other, socializing, and uh, enjoying the fact that, you know, you spend a lot of money to come out to these events. So, you know, let's make it about fun rather than just competition. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially myself, I know I really suck at fighting games. Street Fighter, I'm horrible at. Soul Calibur, I'm horrible at. The only ones I play are, are Dead or Alive and Persona. So if, yeah. you, if there was no social aspect, I definitely wouldn't have fun going that length of time to go play Mortal Kombat and just get my butt kicked by someone who's just pro at it. Well, and that's the thing, right, is that uh, part of the tournament experience for the majority of people, let's just be frank, they're going to go zero to the majority of people. There can only be so many top-tier players who are going to come top five in an event. Most people will lose their first two matches, and their tournament experience will be over in roughly 45 minutes. So what do you do to keep them around for the whole weekend? What do you do to make sure that they have a great time? Well, you have to set up you know, the social gatherings and the things around the venue and get them into cheering and spectating and having fun on the side so that, you know, they they didn't spend $500 to come to an event and spend 45 minutes losing two matches in a row and then their tournament is over, right? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Especially I used to play Magic Cards in the in the Maritimes as well, going to Moncton all the time and you owe two and it's like, well, what do I do now? But uh, speaking of gamers... uh the fighting game scene and especially the first-person shooter scene, like on the pro level, doesn't have the best reputation with uh, female gamers. So what is the demographic like in the Maritimes for male to female uh, fighting gamers? Sure, absolutely. I think that's uh, one thing we definitely have to work on. I would say it's probably 90-10 or 85-15. Uh, we do have uh, lots of female gamers that do come out, but it is still... 
a male dominated uh esport or competitive gaming what however you want to classify it but i think the the key thing there is that you have to make the atmosphere welcoming you have to make it casual and fun and that if you are into the competition then that's great but there's more to it than just the competition i think in a lot of ways maybe the competition scares off um some people uh and you have to try and make it as welcoming as you can and emphasize the fun and social aspect of it uh as much as possible like i said you know uh most people are going to go o2 and spend 45 minutes actually competing it's the rest of the things that you have to hype up the social gathering the after parties you know the the casual games on the side to to make it a a well-rounded experience yeah so um with uh recently uh you just had fight for affinity uh last weekend was it how did that event go for you Sure. Fight for Infinity uh, is one of the major events on the maritime circuit. It's organized by uh, two amazing guys, uh, Adriano Silva and Nelson Hum, and they've been doing it for a lot longer than most of us. Um, my first tournament experience was at Fight for Infinity 2 when nobody knew who we are or where we were from, and uh, we had a great time. Um, Fight for Infinity is definitely an amazing event. Uh, they hold them every year in March and September in St. John, New Brunswick. Uh, we had six or seven games there. Um, we hold it at a local video game and comic book shop called GameZilla. And they are uh amazing venue. They've done so much for us, expanded their games room, added air conditioning, knocked down walls. Because here's the thing, Fight for Infinity is growing and it's getting bigger and bigger every time because it's such an amazing event. And that's credit to Nelson, Adriano, and the GameZilla guys as well uh, that it's getting bigger and bigger. And that's just because it's uh, an amazing event. It's super fun. And... uh I'm just glad that Ralston Arcade is there to capture all the footage uh, for the live stream there um, because it's such an amazing event. I know that's pretty general, but it went really well. We had great turnouts. We had 32 people in Street Fighter. We had uh, 16 or 17 in Marvel. Now, that sounds like a low number, but everyone in Marvel was a killer. So uh, the matches were great. And we had great turnouts for Dive Kick. Dive Kick. Kick just came out uh, recently, and uh, 23 people went in Dive Kick. Um, for people who don't know, Dive Kick isn't the most, I would say, serious fighting game, but everybody had a great time with it and had fun with it. So it was uh, it was a good event all around. So um, I can't say enough good things about Fight for Infinity. Yeah, I know uh, the games of the people are definitely pro at stuff like that having uh spent years in the magic scene and going to the moncton games uh, for magic card events like the regionals and stuff they definitely try to hype that up uh dive kick you speak of dive kick i actually wrote the review for dive kick for playstation universe i didn't think of it too highly the game was enjoyable uh, but in that old school, I'm going to play it for 10 minutes and put it down kind of way. Now, since you're in the dedicated fighting scene, uh, what are your opinions of Dive Kick? Is it going to be like some cult classic or just uh, a one-hit wonder type of fighting game? Uh, very loaded question. Uh, a lot of people in the fighting game community really like it. Um... I'm on the other side. I think it's a great casual game that you can enjoy, like you said, for 10, 15 minutes at a time. And I think there is a lot of depth to the game. But I don't think it's it's a Street Fighter or it's a Marvel or, you know, Soul Calibur or Tekken. It doesn't have 
the longevity or the lasting power. I mean, that's my personal opinion. Take it for what it's worth. But I think it's, and rightfully so, I think it was aimed at more casual gamers, and I think that it hits that sweet spot very well. The only problem I have is that when you're aiming it at casual gamers who may not be so familiar with the fighting game community, a lot of the inside jokes and the characters are going to fly right over their head, and then the very casual people that you're trying to get into the game might not quite understand all the inside jokes and all the lore and the history that, you know, is kind of packed into the game. Yeah, did you, when you had it set up, did you do it on the the PlayStation 3 or did they play on the Vita? Uh, They played on PlayStation 3. Okay, because that would have been interesting if they played it on the Vita, because on the Vita you can have two people play it on the same one, and it would just have been funny to see a tournament of two people, use one person using the D-pad to play, and another person using, like, X and Circle to play it on the same system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been really interesting. I would have loved to figure out how to stream that. <laughs> but no, we played it on PlayStation 3. Okay, excellent. Um, let's see here. So, Street Fighter for uh, Marvel versus Capcom are definitely the the most popular games. So, do you always try to push them for every event? Like, how do you choose which games go at which event? That that's an excellent question. Uh, that's a question that tournament organizers and myself uh, tend to struggle with. Uh, I'm generally, Ralston Arcade is a streaming outfit, uh, you know, one of the key things we figured out a long time ago is that tournament organizers and the streamer have to work hand in hand to make sure that the event is great for both people, and game selection is always a tough one. Generally, the way it works is that Street Fighter and Marvel have to be there. They're the two headlining events, right? Like, if you were to throw a big rock concert and you, you you know, you want people to come, you'd put your two headliners at the very top. Um, Street Fighter and Marvel tend to fill that bill. You basically have to have those two games because they have the two largest followings and the two most popular followings, I would say. Street Fighter is the largest game by entrance at almost any event, no matter what. And while Marvel may not have the largest uh, participants, it's the generally regarded as the the most fun and hype to watch as a spectator. So even if you don't play Marvel, you love watching Marvel. So it's great from that perspective. So those two games basically have to be there. Um, and then generally you choose one 3D game, which would be at this ca- in this case Tekken Tag Tournament 2. You choose one anime game. So depending on the community, whether it be Persona or Blaze Blue, whichever one's more popular. Um, and then... After that, you would get into regional favorites or community favorites. For us, that's Street Fighter 3 Third Strike um, and some other games like Injustice uh, for the NetherRealm game. And then you would have, you know, if you're getting really into a lot of games, seven or eight, you'd have games like Dive Kick or um, Street Fighter Cross Tekken or Dead or Alive or Soul Calibur, any of those games. Again, the main four, I would say, which would be Street Fighter, Marvel, 3D, and Anime, would have to be there at a major event just to bring in as many communities as possible. And then after that, you kind of, you know, balance community favorites, local competition, you know, what's hot at the time, that sort of thing as the rest of the games. Yeah, so uh, for the big events, what is generally the, the entry fee? What are the prizes for the, the competitors? Sure, absolutely. So generally the way uh, fighting game tournaments work is that you would pay a venue fee, and that goes directly to help cost 
the cover the cost of renting out the space uh, or the venue, whatever it may be. So that's usually five to ten dollars, and then you would pay ten dollars per game, and that entry fee per game goes directly into the prize pool, where. Um, uh, first place would get 70%, second place would get 20%, and then third place would get 10% of the entry fees. And then uh, if you're fortunate enough to work out sponsors, um, you know, generally sponsors, the money will be put into pot bonuses. So what pot bonuses is there'll be an extra money set aside for the first place of each game to go home with, and then you would get sponsors to throw in raffle prizes and door prizes and things like that. So... The key thing there is that, like I said, there's only a, you know, a very select few top tier players who are ever going to take home money from the event. So you have to make sure that you have enough door prizes and raffle prizes and sponsor money to, you know, buy prizes to give away to participants at, during raffles and door prizes and, uh, things like that. So what is the, uh, the age of the competitors? There's a lot of, uh, adults, teenagers. What's the, uh, the spread for that? Sure. I would say that uh, most of the fighting game community here in the Maritimes uh, would be anywhere from 21, 22 to late 20s, early 30s. But we do have a lot of uh, younger players starting to enter the scene. So we do have a lot of 16, 17, 18-year-olds as well. But I think the key thing here is that with the fighting game community, you have to, right now the majority of the community is made up of players in their late 20s, early 30s, because when did Street Fighter 2 come out? In the early 90s, when most of us were 10 years old, and that kind of all got us, got our, you know, our start or our kick to get into those kind of games, so I think that's where you see a lot of the majority of the community uh, come from, is that age group. Um, I'm not saying that's where we all came from, but that's generally where you can point to you know, most of the community being at, and that's where you get that late 20s, uh, mid-20s to late 20s uh, demographic. But like I said, we have super young kids and super uh, super old kids, like I say, in their late 20s. <laughs> uh, so uh, as Ralston Arcade is one of the uh, the biggest pushers for the fighting game scene in the area, and I guess Gamezilla as well because they host some of these events. Uh, what are your goals to help uh, grow the scene for the future? Sure, absolutely. So I think uh, the keys is just growing the community at large. And one of the things that we try to do with that is to try and encourage as many communities as possible. Um, just because I love Street Fighter and Marvel doesn't mean that we shouldn't encourage the anime community to get be- bigger, the 3D community to get bigger, uh, you know, the NetherRealm Studios fans like that who like Mortal Kombat and Justice to get bigger. It's about encouraging all communities to get bigger, find new players, uh, reach out to them, help them train up, because like if when you think about it, if you're a new guy who wants to get in, or a new guy or girl who wants to get into a community, and you show up at one of these events, and you know, uh, us, you know, competitive guys just blow you out of the water, and you just feel helpless. That's not going to help you get into the scene. You're going to go home, you know, depressed and be like, "Well, that was a waste of time." You know, you got to help people get into it, help them train, help them level up. You know, when you do beat them, tell them 
where you went, where they went wrong, or how you could do things better, or hey man, that mix up I just did was really dirty. Here's how you get out of it, and then that's the way everybody gets better. Everyone levels up, uh, and then that way, you know, some of our better competitive players get better, and then maybe they can travel to a big event like Toronto and Vancouver, be considered a nobody, and then suddenly upset somebody on stream, a famous player, and then you know that gives us our scene recognition, and you know, say hey, these guys can really play out and wherever they're from, right? So grow the scene, grow the communities, uh, bring everybody together. Uh, me personally, um, I feel like uh, the eSports and the fighting game community division has to go away and that we all have to work together to grow competitive gaming as a whole. And one of the goals that I work on is bringing the eSports community and the fighting game community together. So I have a lot of uh, friends and coworkers that I work with on events at eSports Canada, and a lot of other organizations where we try to work on events where there is StarCraft, League of Legends, and Dota, and Counter-Strike, or whatever it may be, as well as fighting games at the event. So that's definitely one of the goals of Ralston Arcade as well, is to bring all the competitive gaming uh, events together under one roof, so to speak. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all competitive gamers, and... I know this is me personally, but I think a lot of people feel this way. If you had competitive Minesweeper, I'd watch two people throw down in competitive Minesweeper. You know what I mean? I just want to see the competition. I'll watch people play StarCraft. I'll watch people play Dota. I'll watch people play fighting games. You know what I mean? I'll watch people play Magic. I'll do whatever just because the competition is there and it's fun to watch. So, you know, we have to grow the scenes everywhere, bring everybody together. And in my personal opinion is that we have to bridge those gaps between the communities and uh, run larger events where we're all kind of hanging out together and, you know, appreciating the fact that, hey, I may not play fighting games, but I respect the fact that people, you know, can do 100-hit combos, have the hand-eye coordination to do that, and respect the competitive nature of fighting games, whereas I can respect 300 APM StarCraft players who are doing a million things at once while they're trying to control their Marines and, you know, put guys in bunkers and that sort of thing. Yeah, when I was uh, working in South Korea, I was just amazed by some of those Korean pros playing StarCraft and how fast they were going. And, and one match, I remember uh, Jadong, who's like one of the best Zerg players in the world, just sweating from this one-hour-long match. And I'm like, that's just crazy intense. But to uh, kind of take this a little further, if you combine the two at one event, like the uh, the StarCraft uh, esports crowd and the fighting crowd. Do you are you hoping for some uh, a little bit of mixture where like the lower level players from say StarCraft might think, oh, I'll try I'll try out Street Fighter. Like the the emission freeze cheap enough. I'll just try it out and play it, and, and maybe I might get hooked or or vice versa. Uh, that's definitely one of the goals. Um, that's obviously one of the the key things about why I believe. Um, you know, we should have it all under one roof, is that you can get players from each other's communities interested in playing the other games and uh, enjoying the other games. Um, I know guys at Ralston Arcade, we play fighting games, we love fighting games, but we also play Dota, uh, some of us play StarCraft, you know, and while we're not nearly as good at those games as we are at fighting games, uh, we love to play those games as well, so why can't the reverse uh, be true? I mean, you... 
I know lots of esports guys tuned into Evo this year and watched Justin Wong's comebacks in Marvel at Evo, and they were like, that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And then they were like, I'm going to pick up Marvel right now. So, you know, those are the, the kind of things that I think we all strive for in help, helping with that, what I would say, cross-pollination of competitive gamers checking out other competitive scenes. So uh, there's two events in Halifax, two big events in St. John, one in Charlottetown. Is there or do you have plans to make like a maritime championship, like have like the best player in the maritimes? That is a very great question and uh, something we are currently working on. So uh, myself and a lot of the tournament organizers in the other regions in the maritimes uh, are in the very early stages of planning the circuit for 2014, and that's something we are definitely working on, uh, where we want to have each city have their own event, and then have like a regional championship where you get seeding points from the three or four previous events, and then have what I say, you know, to rip off Lord of the Rings, one major to rule them all sort of thing where a regional championship would happen. That's definitely uh, one of the goals we have for 2014 and something that I'm currently working on to make happen. So where, because, you know, the Maritimes is so spread out, where do you think would be the best city to place that big event? Like, I, I know I'm from Amherst, so that's more central, but that's such a small town. What were you thinking mm. Uh, geographically speaking, the, the city that would make the most sense would be Moncton, New Brunswick, because it's kind of in the center of all the scenes, and all, all of the communities would really only have to drive two or three hours to get to Moncton. I mean, geographically, that makes sense. The one problem with Moncton is there's not a very big scene in Moncton, so there, it'd basically just be everybody traveling to a city that makes geographic sense when there isn't a lot of a community there, um, just to have it make it easier on other people. Um, but geographically speaking, I think Moncton is the one that makes the most sense. Um, while Halifax and St. John have the biggest communities, um, they are quite out of the way for other people in other parts of the Maritimes. I'm not saying it'll definitely be in Moncton, and we haven't even really got in into those discussions, but, I mean, geographically, I think Moncton makes the most perf- the most sense. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too, because, like, all the major uh, events, like, from other games like Magic and stuff go to Moncton as well. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's see here over my notes. Uh, what is the next event that's happening in the area? Sure, absolutely. So we have two big events coming up. Uh, one is called Frag for Cancer 8 in October, and that's going to be in Halifax, Nova Scotia, October 19th and 20th. And uh, this has been going on for eight years. Uh, it's a more all games under one roof, and it's a huge fundraiser for cancer research. So all the proceeds from the entry fees and things like that go towards cancer research. I was involved in it last year and uh, will be involved in it heavily this year as one of the core organizers. Um, you'll have StarCraft, Dota, League of Legends, Street Fighter, and Marvel there as well. And one of the biggest things uh, we have this year is, if you're familiar with the fighting game community, uh, Alex Jabaley, who runs Community Effort Orlando, which is one of the biggest events in the U.S., um, and is an Evo qualifier. He's the guy who does, like, the wrestling ring and the steel cage, so that when you play your fighting games, you have to play in a ring and play in a steel cage and things like that. He's actually from the Halifax region, um, and it's sort of a homecoming for him, is that he'll be one of the special guest hosts at Frag for Cancer 8 this year. Kind of a homecoming for him and to hype up the event and have a big 
FGC celebrity like Alex Jabaley there will be a, definitely a big thing for Street Fighter and Marvel. And we also have Tempo, who makes the StarCraft II parody songs, will be there as well. And that's all to raise money for cancer research. It's obviously a big tournament. Everybody wants to win, um, but it's all for cancer research. And, of course, I forgot to mention, because Jabaley's going to be there, the winners of, C- of AE 2012, which is the current version of Street Fighter 4 and Marvel, will win trips to CEO 2014 which is a really huge deal for our scene and our uh, community to get a to win a trip to a big event in the US and kind of show your chops against everybody in the at a big Evo qualifier in the US is a really big deal. So that's a huge huge event coming up in October, but that's more the all events under one roof, so to speak. The specific maritime fighting game community will have what's called low tide throwdown come up november 23rd and 24th here in halifax nova scotia um and that's the next big regional um maritime fighting game uh community event where that'll be just fighting games um and that's one of the two halifax events we have which are in may and uh november okay so uh if someone wanted to get some more information about these events, where can they reach you to ask you questions about them? Sure, absolutely. The best way to reach out to uh, Ralston Arcade directly, whether that's for, you know, you want us to stream one of your events or help you with streaming or help you with tournament organizing, reach out to us at RalstonArcade.com or on Twitter at at Ralston Arcade. Um, the other great places to reach out would be on Facebook. We all have Facebook groups for the various events. So there is Street Fighter Halifax. There's Fight for Infinity if you live in New Brunswick. Um, there's PEI Fighting Game Community. There's a lot of groups out there on Facebook. Too many for me to list off right off the top of my head. But basically search for your region um, and search fighting games and you'll probably find it. But Street Fighter Halifax, Fight for Infinity... Uh, PEI fighting game community and I believe Newfoundland has Newfoundland fighting jam those would be the four major Facebook groups you want to reach out to um, if you just want to get involved in the community go to local events that sort of thing if you want to reach out to Ralston Arcade directly do it at RalstonArcade.com or on Twitter at Ralston Arcade excellent and so the streaming is it, do you only do streaming for fighting games or like other games or other events as well uh, Ralston Arcade generally only streams fighting games, but I also do a lot of streaming for esports uh, events as well. Not on our channel specifically, but uh, I do a lot of streaming for StarCraft and Dota under what's called the Bell Alliance Fiber Op Cup. Uh, we do online tournaments for uh, Dota, StarCraft 2, and League of Legends, and I'll also be helping stream Frag for Cancer 8 in October. So kind of do a lot of different things. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and again, I'll be in Canada Cup uh, in Vancouver here in two weeks to help Canada Cup stream uh, one of the major fighting game events in Canada for the year as well. So uh, trying to get my toes in as many ponds as possible, so to speak. Yeah, well, thank you uh, very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, sit down with me and talk about the fighting game scene in the Maritimes. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Okay, so uh, that's all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen, fans and viewers of PlayStation Universe. Again, I'm the Japan editor for the site, Dane Smith. Just to say a good night and good gaming. Thanks for listening. See you next time.